Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Apply things. That is how you reason through things. He says, I am full of myself. You are full of yourself. You, the way you are. After all, I have spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another. Doing things I absolutely despise. You do things that you absolutely hate. You do things as spending on clothes. And you know when you, after you have left the store, you hate that you have just swiped your card or you have just spent your money. You hate it. But you find yourself going back and doing it again. After you have talked to your husband the way you did, you, you realize that I, I shouldn't have done that. And you know that that is a cause for the problem that we are facing right now. You realize that, you know, just not giving her this money to go and do her hair has brought all this. I should have just given her this money. But you will come and find out that when she comes again, you will not give it. And you will go through the same problem again. Amen. What I wouldn't, what I don't understand about myself is that I decide on, I decide one way, but then I act another way. Doing things I absolutely despise. Or I absolutely hate. He says, so if I, can't, if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. Beloved, assess your life and come to the conclusion that God's laws, God's word is necessary in your life. The word of God is necessary in your life. But I need something more. For if I know the law but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. Do you agree? I agree. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad. But then, I do it anyway. Some young women have purpose that I will be a virgin until I get married. Except the word of God is in you. It becomes very difficult. Because you are full of yourself. You are full of your feelings. So he says, my decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Something deep within you has gone wrong. Hallelujah. And it gets the better of you every time. It happens so regularly that it is predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. 
I truly delight in God's commands. Say to your neighbor, delight in God's commands. Say, delight in the word of God. Hallelujah. Delight in the word of God. Amen. What is going to really make you do the right thing, what is going to bring you that joy that you yearn for is the word of God. And your delight in obeying the word of God. Your delight in following the word of God. Hallelujah. If there's going to be any significant change in your life, if there's going to be a change in the way you decide on things, the way you act on things, the way you answer, the way you respond, if there's going to be any change, it will come through the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word of God can separate your feelings, your emotions. It can separate your, your, your it, can, it can put down your emotions such that you will not depend your, on your emotions to act. Only the word of God can make you do that. And the Bible says it's the discerner of your thoughts and the intents of your heart. It means that the word of God is able to discern what you are thinking of. And it's able to discern what things are in your heart. The things that you want to do. And the word of God will bring a change. The word of God, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. The word of God is profitable for doctrine. It is co- profitable for reproof. That means it can rebuke you. It can correct you. It can, make, it can bring the mistakes in you. And it's profitable for correction. And it's profitable for doctrine. So that the servant of God or someone who serves God, a man of God, someone who follows God may be found perfect in all things. You'll be found perfect. It is only the word of God. Some of you, previous experiences, certain relationship experiences have made you taking certain decisions. Amen. Some of you have made some deep-seated Evil decisions out of bitterness. Some of you have made certain decisions about men. You see, and it's, it's, it's not your fault. According to Romans chapter 7, it's not your fault. It's because of the, the being full of yourself. And being full of yourself is the things that you have experienced. It has filled you up. It has filled you up such that even... Thinking good of a woman or thinking good of a man, your, your, your will does not allow you. Some of you have come to the decision that you will not marry again because of some evil relationships that you experience. Amen. Some of you have made your mind that you, don't, you will not trust a woman ever again. And you say, if, and then you see, you see something, somebody, somebody has, is having a relationship that is even prosperous and enjoyable. And then you say, hey, are you sure? 
Ah. He said, be careful. Because of the experience that you have had, by the word of God, it is able to correct such deep-seated decisions and plans that you have. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, it discerns your thoughts. It discerns your intentions. It is able to reach such decisions that you have made. And you leave the presence of God with new meaning to life. With new decisions. It, it is only the word of God that is able to do that. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 45. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 45. It says, And Moses made an end of speaking all these words to all Israel. And he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day which ye shall command your children to observe to do all the words of the law. Not some of it. All the words of the law. He says, set in your heart. Set in your heart. Set your heart unto all the words. Beloved, set your heart. Let your heart be set. You see, it does not come automatically. You have to set your heart. You have to let your heart set upon the west and say, as I hear, I will do them. It may not make a lot of sense to you, but you just do them. It may not mean much to you, but decide that you set your heart into obeying the words of God. Verse 47, he says, verse 47, for it is not a vain thing for you the word of God is not a vain thing for you. It says, the word of God, if you set your hearts to it, it's not a vain thing. It's not like it's going to lead you to a useless place. When you set your hearts to it, people will look at you and they will think you are foolish. There was, they will think that you are a stupid person. They will take you for granted. As your husband is treating you this way and treating you that way, and then because of the word of God, because you set your heart on the word of God, you are doing this and you are, and you are still in the relationship and you are still suffering in the relationship. People look at you and say, what is wrong with her? But it is not a vain thing for you. The word of God is not a vain thing for you. It's not something that will lead you to a useless place. He says, because it is your life. The word of God is your life. The word of God is your life. Set your heart to it. Because it is your life. And through this thing, ye shall prolong your days in the land. Whether you go over Jordan to possess it. Through this, 
It looks as if you are going through a wilderness. What kind of relationship is this? What kind of place is this? What kind of person is this? And it looks like it's a wilderness, but set your heart on the word of God and follow it because it is your life. And it is through that that you prolong your life and will lead you to the promised land, to the place where you want to be. It is the word of God. Amen. It is the word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8. I am preaching the word of God to you. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 1. It says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do. All the commandments, all the word of God, all the scriptures, all the commandments which I command you this day shall ye observe. You ought to observe it and do it that ye may live. That ye may live. I'm not talking about you may live longer. That ye may live. If you want to live if you want to be alive, he says, then observe the commandments and do it. Do the word of God. That ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. He says, that ye may live. That ye may live. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God lead thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. He says that you may live. If you want to live, then you need the word of God. Verse 3, he says, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knowest not, neither did thy fathers know, that ye might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You, you see, the engineers who make your cars, the engineers who are the brain behind the cars you drive, who make the engines, they know how the engine should function. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They know what is required for the engine to function and to give you the best and its optimum performance. And based on that, they make certain strong recommendations. They give you certain strong recommendations that you need to follow these recommendations if you want your car to give you the benefit for which you purchase it. Hallelujah. So some of the engineers, based on what went into the engine to make it, Based on what they put in, they make recommendations such as 
this particular car or this particular engine, you need to put in gasoline and oil. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They make such recommendations. And they say, you need to put in gasoline and you need to put in oil. Now, you can choose and have a car tank full of gasoline. You can fill your tank with gasoline. If you don't put oil in this engine, if you don't feed this engine with oil, that car that you just bought, it is as dead as any junk car. Isn't that so? That car that you bought, it is as junk as any other junk car. And it's dead. That car will stay where it is and it will not move. And you can do all that you want to it. You can polish the car. You can shine the car. You can shine the wheels and wax it and do everything, decorate the car. And once anyone sees it, anyone will see a very beautiful and a nice car. If you fill the car with just gasoline and you don't put the oil in it, that car will not move. It is a dead car. And so you see a beautiful car, but it's not moving. Amen. Amen. Now your maker, the one who made you, the, the engineer who created you, the engineer who puts your parts together, he sees what will cause this engine to function. The engine that is in you, that keeps you alive, that keeps you moving, the maker of your engine knows what can keep that engine moving. And he, he, he knows what will cause you to have the maximum benefit of this engine. And so based on what he knows concerning the engine, he also makes certain recommendations. He also makes certain recommendations. And he says, he says, man, man that I have made, this particular engine that I have created, it cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God shall man live. Amen. Amen. So, you can choose and polish yourself and do nice makeup and extend your hair and put acrylic nails and put expensive makeup and buy expensive dress and shine and look nice. Wear nice suits, nice tie, polish shoes and be, build the body and be broad-chested and have an athletic body. And if you do not add the word of God, the Bible says, your maker, the one who created you, he's saying that man does not live by bread alone. You will not live by bread alone. Amen. You will not live by bread alone. You will not survive by bread alone. So when someone looks at you, you look very nice. You look very beautiful. You look, you look very cute. You look well built. You look like someone who is, you see, bread, bread, it is, 
the things that feed the flesh. Everything that feeds the flesh is bread. Such as many degrees. Such as a good job. A lot of money. Good food. Salad. Such as all types of food. They feed the flesh. So you can feed the flesh and feed the flesh. Feed the flesh with nice things. Feed the flesh with nice things. You are married. You have children. You, have, you can have a nice home. You can have everything. And when people look at you, you look very beautiful, very refined, very polished. A polished car sitting there and it's in the driveway. Everyone admires it, but it cannot move. There is no life in you because you were not designed to live like that. Because your maker, he says that man does not live by bread alone. Your engineer, he says you cannot survive by bread alone. Hallelujah. You cannot live by bread alone. You cannot make it by bread alone. He makes such strong recommendation. Hallelujah. If you are living by bread alone, without the word of God, he says that you are not living. You are a dead man walking. You are a dead woman walking. You are as dead as a beautiful car that is sitting in a driveway that cannot move. That is why you should set your heart upon the word of God and chase after it. If you want to live, then chase after the word because it is that which is going to make you live. If you are going to experience real life, fulfilled life, enjoyable life, then it takes the word of God to make such machine like you work that way. Hallelujah. That is why That is why so many people choose to add more and more bread. More and more bread. You choose to add more and more bread. You choose to buy, you you have one car and then you buy another car. But you don't find fulfillment. You have this dress and then you buy another dress and then you buy the next one and then you keep buying but you don't find fulfillment because that is not how you were designed to function. You were not designed to function on bread alone. So you keep buying and buying but you are not happy because you were not designed to live like that. You are not designed to live like that. So you say, maybe if I have a bigger apartment, I'll be happy. And so, you, 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 because the bread is now full in the house, so let's take it and put in a bigger place with a bigger storage where I can buy more and fill more. But you don't find fulfillment in that life because that is not how you were designed to function. That is not what your maker, your engineer intended for you. That is not how you were designed. But to live a fulfilled life, your maker intended for you to, yes, live a fulfilled life. And he says that you need the word of God. You need the word of God. It is your life. Say to your neighbor, it is your life. life. Say, it is your life. life. Amen. Amen. You find some men, they are never satisfied. They are never happy in life. They are never fulfilled. 
Because all they feed on is bread. They feed on more and more bread. And they add more bread. And they eat more bread. But you see that they are never satisfied. They are never fulfilled. You find yourself working harder and harder. More work and more work and more money and more money. And you realize that you are not finding that fulfillment in life. Hallelujah. Because you are not designed like that. You will always be hungry for something. You will always be hungry. Let's read that scripture again. Go, to, go back to verse 1. It says, verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 1. It says, all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live. That ye may live. That ye may live. That you may live. If you want to live, Mr. Poku, you need the word of God. That you may live. That you may live. Not that you prolong your life, but that you may live. It says, and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. Verse 2. It says, and thou shalt remember, thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know that what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandment or no. Why? The Lord is leading you in the wilderness through dry places. Places of no fulfillment. The Lord is leading you and you, you see, you are moving but it's a place of no fulfillment. Dryness in your life. No joy in your life. Emptiness. You have all but emptiness. And God is leading these people for 40 years in a place like that. Why? Why? Look at the next scripture. Look at verse 3. It says, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. He suffered thee to hunger. Gita, you, the God that we serve, the one that made us, he will suffer you to hunger. If all that you are looking for is bread and bread and bread, you will find more and more bread, but God will suffer you to hunger. You will never be fulfilled. You will never be happy. You will never be satisfied. He will suffer you to hunger. Every day there is some hunger in you. There is some hunger, a certain desire, something that you want and you seem to have gotten it, but you still feel hunger. Why do I need another suit? Why do I need another pants? Why do I need another dress? Why do I need another pair of shoes? Why do I need this? Why do I need to extend my hair now? Now I need to make it shorter. Why do I need to color my face this way? Yes, there is a certain hunger that seems never to go away. He says, he suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither, you see, the Lord will keep you going. Beloved, you are not here by accident today. The Lord has kept you going. He has fed you manna all this while to this day. And he has brought you here so that you will hear the word of the Lord. He said, he suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. You see, you don't even know why you have survived to this day. 
Neither did thy fathers know that he, he said, this is the reason. This is the reason why you are still hungry. Why God is making you that hungry. That all for all that you have, you're still hungry. He says, that he might make thee know. That he might make thee know. You will be hungry and hungry. That he might make thee know that man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Causing you to be hungry. You will always be hungry without the word of God. If you don't have the word of God in you, you will always be hungry. You will be hungry and hungry as much as you add bread to your life. You will be hungry and hungry. You will walk through dryness in your life. Dry places. Emptiness. Unfulfilled life. Until, until you come to the knowledge and say that, aha, now I have realized that bread alone will not satisfy me. Bread alone will not make me happy. Another woman will not make me happy. Another husband will not make me happy. Another clothes will not make me happy. Another child will not make me happy. A bigger house will not make me happy. Except I come to the knowledge that this engine that God made, it does not live by bread alone. Until you come to that knowledge. Until you come to that knowledge. That is why you are still walking in the wilderness. That is why your life is still empty. That is why you are walking through dry places. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You will never be satisfied. Some people, some men compensate with more and more bread. More and more bread. And so they feel that Why am I not satisfied with this woman? I think I need another woman. You see, I think I need another woman. Maybe, maybe the sugar bread is not tasteful. I need to have another kind of bread. You see, maybe, maybe, maybe this bread is too dark. Maybe this bread was bent. I need to have a lighter bread, a bread with a lighter cover. Let me try another type of bread. And so you see, he tries another type of bread. And then he goes on and he tries. And then he says, I have had all this bread. I am still hungry. And you see, there is a hunger in you. I said there is a hunger in you. And that hunger, it cannot be quenched by more bread. Because you are not designed to survive and live by bread alone. There's a certain hunger. So you try all types of bread. Pampanical bread. Whole grain bread. Thomas bread. Tea bread. Coconut bread. You try Jamaican bread. It didn't work. You try Ghanaian bread. It didn't work. You try Nigerian bread. It's not working. You have tried European bread. You have gone through bread by bread by bread. And you are still hungry. Because you are not designed to be fulfilled by bread only. Your life will not fulfill by bread only. Your life is not fulfilled by bread only. So you have one bread in New Jersey. Another bread in Virginia. You have another bread in Ohio. You say, uh, we are going to a conference. We are going on a conference. 
and then you are chasing after more bread. You are, you are going to England for more bread. You are going to Africa, Ghana for more bread. You are going to Nigeria for more bread. But when you come back, why am I so hungry? You need the word of God in you. You need the word of God. You are not designed to function by bread only. You need the word of God. It is your life. 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 You need the word of God. It is your life. It is your life. It is your life. You are not designed to function like that. You are not created to function like that. Amen. Sit down. You are not created to function like that. That is why, that is why, that is why if you are a woman and you are looking for a man who feeds on bread alone, I can guarantee you that you cannot satisfy him. See that, I can guarantee you that no matter how much bread you put in yourself, you are not going to satisfy him because that man will feed on bread alone, will never be satisfied. He will look for another bread just like you. He will look for another bread higher than you. He will look for another bread more lighter than you. He will look for another bread skinnier than the bread that he just ate. He will look for another bread a little heavier than the bread that he just ate because nothing can satisfy him. Nothing can satisfy him. That is why you don't make a decision to live with any man who feeds on bread only. Don't live with any man because you cannot satisfy him. You cannot satisfy him. He will be hungry always and looking for another bread and things that that is going to satisfy him. Amen. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You cannot satisfy him. Because man does not live by bread alone. Man cannot survive on bread alone. Different kinds of bread will not survive him. Amen. You see, because you don't know, you don't know what went in to make your Toyota engine. You don't know what went in to make that car that you are driving. And so, trust the engineer who made it. Believe in the engineer who made it. And he's saying that this engine, you cannot fill it with gasoline only and get it to move. Trust your engineer. You don't know why. You don't know why. Why can I not fill it with gas? I have a lot of gas. I have a tank full of gas. Why will my car not move? And you can decide and say that I will not buy anything else. I will fill the car with gasoline. That car will not move. You can choose and say I will have that position and I will go Further and, and I can have all the women that I want. And as long as I have this, you will never be satisfied. Because you were never designed. You don't know how you were designed. Were you there when the Lord made you? 
Were you there when the Lord put your kidneys together? Were you there when he put your heart together? Were you there when he put the joints together? You were not there. Were you there when he put your brain together? And the engineer who put that brain together, he is saying that you cannot live by bread only. But by every word that comes out of his mouth, shall man live. That's by every word that comes out of the mouth of God, shall man live. Amen. Am I preaching to somebody this afternoon? If you are driving on a highway and your gas is running out and you decide that I have oil in it so I don't care, that car will stop. It is a beautiful car but it is as dead as a junk car. Amen. More women will not make you happy. I say, more women, trust me, you will hunger and hunger and hunger for more women, but it will not make you happy. If the man has no word in him, beloved sister, your bread alone will not satisfy him. That is why you have to push a man that you are living with, push him to serve God. Push him. Encourage him. You say, feel him. Feel him. Why are you not coming to church? Let's go. You are coming. You need to be filled with the word of God. I cannot satisfy you. I need, I need you in church today. You need to hear. Look, do all you can to bring that man to be fed with that which satisfies. You say, you are not going to church. We are going. Oh, Umbuakra, we are going. <laughs> Why should I leave you and then you'll be hungry and go and get another one? We are going to fill you. We will fill you with a word. You need a word. We will fill you with a word. You are lying. You are coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Is someone understanding what I'm sharing? This afternoon. You see, you see, as a man, you are not a dog. You are not a lion. Do you see? You are not a cow. You are not a sheep. You see, you see, you were made with the, with the male parts. And you have similarities. And then you look at the dog and you think that, yeah, male are the same. And then you realize that. For the male dog, for the male lion, for the male cow, and for the male sheep, they have, they have several bread. They are just feeding on bread on bread, and bread and bread, and this bread and that bread and that bread. And that, for the dog, he, she, he just feeds on different kinds of bread. Have you seen the dog among several dogs in the neighborhood? Yeah. You see, so you see, you have certain similarity. You are all male, and you have the same function, and you think the same way. But you, but you, he says that you, this one, this particular male that I designed, he cannot live by bread alone. So he cannot be satisfied like a cow, like a dog, moving from bread to bread. It is okay for the dog. But for this male, he cannot live by bread alone. But by the word of God, every word that proceeds out of the, That is why we don't preach the word of God to the dog. That is why we don't preach the word of God to the cow. 
That is why, you see, everywhere that you find a male, there are several women around him. But for you, particularly, he put in something else. There is something else. Your engine is different. And he says, this engine, it does not function by bread alone. It needs the word of God. It needs the word of God. Why do you lower yourself? Why do you, a God that made you, a creator that made you, why do you lower, why do you bring your BMW, why do you bring your Jaguar level to a Toyota Camry? Because, because you say, I will, I will, this is the type of gas they put in this one. It is too expensive. I cannot waste time to come and sit there and then every Sunday I have to come and I will just put in the regular gasoline. You are reducing. He says that for this particular engine, if it is going to function well, if it is going to produce that power, if it is going to move with that power, it needs this special type of oil in it. And if you put in anything, it does not work. Hallelujah. You see, women, at the beginning of your marriages, you realize how the man was all over you. You see, he was all over you. Everywhere you go, he's chasing you and then sniffing after you. You move and his eyes are following you like this. Hallelujah. But now you realize, now you have come to a place that you realize that you have, you have done the Brazilian hair. The man is not looking. You have done the makeup. The man is not looking. You have done your nails. The man is not looking. You have a nice earring here. I cannot see. You have had a different types of color hair. He's not seeing. Because you are filled. You are too much bread. You are too much bread for him. And you cannot satisfy him. You need a word of God in you. Hallelujah. You realize that you can't satisfy him. You cannot attract him anymore. Because you have just become bread. With that word. There's no word in you. And without the word in you, you are just bread. And you are feeding him bread upon bread upon bread. And the man is not satisfied. Add the word of God to your life. Feed your life with the word of God. Feed yourself with the word of God. I say, put in the word of God. You don't need a standard hair. I say, you don't need new makeup. You don't need more dress. If the word of God is in you, if you will put in the word of God, I don't know how, but your maker, this is what he's saying. He says that this is just bread. This alone, it is just bread. But if you can add the word into it, that man, that woman, you will satisfy. You will satisfy that man. Add the word of God to your life and see a dramatic change in your marriage. I don't know how, but that is how the Lord designed it. Add the word of God to it. He that made the marriage, he says that there is something called the word of God that is going to make it work. That is going to make you always attractive. That is going to make you always pleasing. That is going to make the man always hungry for you. That is ever you are always going to satisfy him because you have the word in addition to the bread. And when the man is feeding on this bread with the word inside, he is satisfied. He's satisfied. 
He's satisfied. So stop the extra polishing. You are polished and polished and polished. You are just a dead woman walking. You are in the house, but you, it's as if the man cannot notice you. You have a nice earring and you have come home as if you have torticollis. You know what is torticollis? You are moving your head so that you can see the earrings, but he can't see anything. Because you have become just bread for him. And that is why, that is why so much frustration, so much frustration. And he said, but can't you see I have a new hairstyle? It's just another bread. Can't you see I bought this nice diamond earring? It is another bread. Can't you see I have this new makeup? So when you came home, didn't you see anything different? What different? It's another bread. Add the word of God into your life. Add the word of God. Feed your life with the word of God. Feed your life with the word of God. Feed your life with the word of God. They're having women's meeting. Oh, I can't come. Why can't you come? I'm going to get more bread. They are having a prayer meeting. Oh, I can't come. Why can't you come? I'm going to get more bread. They are having Tuesday service. Oh, I can't come. Why can't you come? I'm going to get more bread. More bread does not satisfy any man. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 31. That is why you need to be in a church where you are fed with the word of God. Be fed with the word of God. That is why you need to purpose in your heart that you will obey and do the word of God. You have a fear of God in you. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. He says, Favor is deceitful. Beauty is vain. That means the beauty, it will wear off. The beauty that the man is seeing today, Leticia, it will wear off. It will come down. The beauty that the man is seeing today, Sonia, it will wear off. Hallelujah. He says, beauty, favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman, a woman, a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. A woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. A woman that fears the Lord, she shall be pampered. She shall be praised. Then she shall be spoiled. She shall be pampered. She shall be treated like a queen. A woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. She shall be praised. Verse 10. Verse 10. The same chapter. Verse 10. Verse 10. He says, who can find a virtuous woman? Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price. Look, your real price. Oh, Masheleba. He says, who can find a virtuous woman? Who can find such a woman? For her price is far above rubies. Beloved, your price is far above earrings. Your price is far above diamond chains. Your price is far above beautiful clothes. Do not spend more and more on bread. He says, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is 
far above rubies. Verse 11. Verse 11. Look at that. Verse 11. It says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. The heart of such a husband, the heart of such a woman, of the husband of such a woman, the woman who fears God, the woman who the word of God is in her, the woman who has absorbed in the commandments of God. He says, the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have, he, the husband, shall have no spoil. He will not need extra he will not need any other commodity. He will not need any more bread. Her husband, he says that he will not need anything else. When the woman has a fear of God in her, when the woman has the word of God in her, her husband, his heart is trusted. He says her, the whole heart of the husband it has gone inside the woman. And the husband will have no need for spoil. That means he will not need extra woman. He will not need another woman with another shape. He will not need another woman with another color. He will not need another woman with an extended hair. He will not have any need because you will satisfy such a husband. So, beloved, this going around with more bread and polishing yourself and polishing yourself and polishing yourself is not going to help you. And Man, if you are looking for a wife who is just bread, she will never satisfy you. I say, if you are looking for a wife who is just bread with no word of God in her, you will never be satisfied. You will always find yourself hungry looking for more, looking for more and looking for more. But women, fill your hearts with the word of God. Decide that in 2016, you are going to obey the word of God. In 2016, you are going to do the word of God. In 2016, you are going to read your Bible. You are going to meditate on the word of God. In 2016, you are going to attend every church service. You are going to be hungry for the word of God. Because it is that which satisfies. Because you are not designed to function on bread alone. Put your hands together for the Lord. And stand to your feet. the hunger. There will be a hunger in you for the word of God. Yes. Suppress this hunger for more bread. Because you were not designed. Your maker who made you. He says he suffered you to hunger. You will be hungry and hungry and never satisfied. You will eat bread upon bread. You will eat bread upon bread upon bread but you will be hungry. You will be hungry. Except you come to the knowledge. Except you come to the understanding that the one who made you designed you such that you will not live by bread only but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Oh yes. He is hungry for another woman because there is no word in him. You are worried when he goes to work because there is no word in him. Which satisfied is not in him. It is not you. you. Yes. There's no word in him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You made my life so In 2016, he says, I am hungry for the word. Because the word of God is your life. 
If you're going you to live, you need a word of God. It is the word of God that brings a life. It is the word of God that will keep you alive. A fulfilled life, it comes through the word of God. Oh, you are that kind of engine. Is there a hunger in you? Is there a hunger in you? Is there a hunger in you? Beloved, I'm not retired of coming to church. Oh, there is not more enough. There is not enough. I am hungry for the word of God. I am hungry for God's word. I am hungry for more of God. Jesus, more of you. Sing, you made. You made my life so Yes. yes. Oh, it is the word of God that will beautify your body. More bread will not make you beautiful. More bread will not beautify your body. It is the word of God. God will beautify you. You don't need that extra clothes. You don't need another job. You don't need another man. You don't need another husband. You don't need another wife. You can move from wife to wife, but you'll not be satisfied. Except the word is in you. Except the word is in you. And as you are, you have made me here on that Lord, there's nothing greater than this. That's why I love you, Lord, forevermore. Jesus, I want you. more of you. You can have enough of you. Jesus. Oh, that we satisfy. The more I know oh, you, fill us. Lord, fill us the more I want yes. to know you. That is our task this afternoon. We live more of you. Let your fill us. Think I want fill more of you. I want. up your hand and ask him and say my God I want more of you Jesus the more I know you the more I want to know you Jesus more 
Jesus, we want more of you. Oh, we want more of you. Lord, we have tried. We have tried. From bread to bread. But it does not satisfy us. Oh, Lord, we said this marriage was not working. We moved from this woman to another woman. We are still hungry. We said this husband is not good enough. And we move on to another one. But we are still hungry. Lord, our lives have been empty. Without your word, we don't find fulfillment. We have put on more bread. We have fed on more bread. But we are still hungry. We are still hungry. We are still hungry. We ask the God that this afternoon you fill us. Fill us with that which satisfies. Fill us with that which brings satisfaction. Fill us with that which brings certainty. Fill us. Fill us. Give us the ability to hearken to the voice of the Lord To do all that you have commanded us. Make me whole. Lord, we are thankful and grateful this afternoon. We ask your God. That you fill us with a word. He said you send forth your word. And it does not return to you void. But it accomplishes the purpose. For which it is sent. Lord let that be so in our lives today. Let your word fill us. And let it accomplish the purpose. For which you sent it. We are grateful and thankful. In the name of Jesus. No more fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. If there's anyone here this afternoon, the bread of life is here. Jesus is the bread of life. Beloved, you have filled your life with so many things. There is no fulfillment. But the bread of life is here to fill you. If you are here this afternoon, you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. You want to be born again. You want a spiritual rebirth. If that is you this afternoon, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Say, I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Anyone else here like that? You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life this afternoon? Lift up your right hand wherever you are with all eyes closed and every head bowed. You say, I want Jesus into my life. Is that you? The Lord is speaking to you this afternoon. If that is you, lift up your right hand and I'll say a simple prayer with you. Maybe you found the Lord before, but you feel in your heart today that the Lord is far from you. You feel that if you were to die today, you are not even certain where you are going. But Jesus is here to save you. Jesus is here to welcome you back to the house. He's welcoming you back to the kingdom. If that is you, you want to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here? Anyone here? You want to join? 
if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to take one bold step and come forward here. Join me here. Come forward. You have lifted up your hand. Walk to me here. Let me just say this short prayer with you. Give it all to the Lord. Surrender it all. Surrender it all. Give it all to the Lord. someone is here you were once walking with Jesus but today you feel very far from Christ you want to rededicate your life back to Jesus you want to come back home you want to come back if that is you come, come, let us pray come, is that you? come, come, let us pray anyone here, it's not too late to join come I surrender. Say this prayer after me. And I want all the congregation to join and say this prayer from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you. I feel very far from you. I feel very far from you. Lord Jesus, I come back home. I come back home. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again from the th- from the grave. I believe you rose again from the grave. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon. This afternoon. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Let the blood of Jesus wash me. Let the blood of Jesus wash me. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome you. I welcome you into my heart. Into my heart. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Be my lord. Be my lord. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I'll give you all my all. Lord Jesus, you are bread enough for me. You are the one that satisfies. I have gone around and around. And I still feel hungry. But this afternoon, I have found the bread of life. Thank you, Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, Satan. I have made a choice. Jesus is my choice. I will serve him. I will follow him. Lord Jesus, please help me to serve you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for your daughter. Lord, build a shield around her. Let the enemy be shamed. Oh, yes, my Lord and my God. Let a shield be visible to the eyes of the enemy. You say the heavens rejoice when one of your lost sheep come back to you. Oh, Jesus. Give her strength. Give her what it takes to continue to walk with you. Lord Jesus, cause your daughter never to win back again. Give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful.
We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.